Hi and welcome to the We Are Zion Sermon Podcast. We are a local church based here in Chennai, India. We are so glad you are with us and hope that this will encourage, inspire and instill fresh faith in you. As we celebrate the day of Pentecost, we invite you into a time of meditating on the Holy Spirit. We often look for breakthrough through a massive life-altering moment, but most often breakthrough comes through the ongoing work of the Holy Spirit in our everyday lives. How committed are we to opening our lives to the Holy Spirit so that he can make us more like Jesus? Will you invite him in and give him room? Hi church, it's such a joy and a privilege that uh, I get to stand here and minister to you even as we take some time to get into God's word. I believe over the last 2 weeks as we've been seeing about the Holy Spirit as the fire and as the wind, uh, I believe he's been doing something. The entire world celebrates Pentecost Sunday today. And even as we take some time to look back at what happened uh in the upper room uh where 120 disciples are waiting i believe god has a word for us where he wants us to rely on him he wants us to know that he is for us many times we fail to understand that uh the spirit that works in and through us is for us and uh we always as uh, you know uh, over the last two weeks we saw he shapes us with the wind he moves he removes all the old and he you know breaks in the new he makes us comfortable in who he's calling us to be and i loved how uh, jerin brought about the whole thing of you know the perfect love and perfect community exists within the triune god he talked about the father son and the holy spirit and how they three uh, coexist together in perfect unity there's no hierarchy there and as we were looking at that we also saw that we as a community have to live that way but there's no hierarchy we all are the same till we see jesus face to face and so today even as we go into the third part today's uh, title is spirit breakthrough i believe as a church we will experience the holy spirit breaking through us uh, the go- word that god gave us as we started this month was breakthrough and i believe he wants to move uh, in us he wants to move ahead of us A lot of times we fail to understand that you know what when the spirit breaks through he is the one who's going front he is the one who's leading us and so today as we celebrate the day of pentecost you know uh 10 years from now it's going to be 2000 years since the world experienced the day of pentecost together it's a day when every language every tribe had access to the gospel where the holy spirit came upon those 120 there and they were able to share and today we are all witnesses of that we all believe in jesus as the true and living king and so i want us to come today to a place where we will not live another day without the holy spirit uh, i was reading through uh, some of the uh, notes of reynard bonke and he is passionate about the holy spirit and he constantly says if jesus needed the holy spirit jesus who was conceived by the holy spirit even when he came a man and when he went to john the baptist and when he got baptized the holy spirit came on him like a dove and when he came on him like a dove it is from then on he was able to minister in the power of the holy spirit perfect man needed the holy spirit imperfect man desperately needs the holy spirit you and i are not exempt from not having the holy spirit work in and through us so even right now i just want to read 
Acts chapter 2 verses 1 to 4 and then we'll go into the main scripture that we've taken for today's passage. Acts 2 verses 1 to 4 and this is what it says, When the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. Suddenly, a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. The Holy Spirit is for all. If there's one thing I want you to get is He's for all. He's not for a select few. So today as a church, our desire is that the Holy Spirit will fall on each and every one of us. They saw that the fire came specifically on each and every one who was seated there. And my prayer is that even as you're watching this or listening to this, you know, a week later or a year later or whenever, that you will experience the Holy Spirit come afresh right now on you. You know, many times you're scared by the manifestation of the Holy Spirit in and through us that causes us to resist Him. That, you know, pop culture has shown, you know, what people have who have been filled with the Holy Spirit have, um, you know, really uh, done. But even as we heard in the last two weeks and even as we heard this week, uh, my reference is to uh, water, likening the Holy Spirit to water. And you'll see that it's in that controlled manner of the Holy Spirit that it is the most powerful. Last week, even when Jaren was talking, he said those controlled flames do a lot of good. They bring about purity. And I believe that's a mark of the Holy Spirit. As much as he falls on everyone, as much as there's a revival, as much as there's, you know, people speaking out in different tongues. May that not scare us, but may this draw it closer because we need him more than ever before. So even as I said today, I'm referencing the Holy Spirit to water. I believe, uh, you know, for a lot of us, we've seen what water looks like. It's nice to sit in the beach, hear the waves in the rhythmic motion come or probably by a lake which is quiet and just see the calmness of it. But there's this other side. I, I used to watch these shows on Nanchio where these guys were in these waters which were so, you know, troubled and, you know, literally, and they were like fishing crab and doing things like that. Water can be merciless. At the same time, what water can be calming. And I believe one of the facets of the Holy Spirit is he's also merciless. He doesn't like injustice within his people, especially when those who have accepted him. He doesn't love the fact that, you know, we indulge in other things and, you know, um, negate the fact that he's residing in us. That's why it says constantly, you know, Paul writes, your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. When we are marked by our Savior, when we've been bought by a precious price, the room that the Holy Spirit resides in is holy. And so today, this Holy Spirit wants to do something in and through us. A.W. Tozer says this, matter bumps against other matter and stops. It cannot penetrate. Spirit can penetrate everything. The Holy Spirit can penetrate everything. John chapter 7, which is our reference passage for today, goes on to say, verses 37 to 39, On the last and the greatest day of the festival, Jesus stood and said in a loud voice, Let anyone who is thirsty come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as scripture has said, rivers of living water will flow from within them. By this he meant the Spirit, whom those who believed in him were later to receive. Up to that time, the Spirit had not been given, since Jesus had not yet been glorified. And so Jesus is standing here at the temple, and um, even as we read what the historians 
say the practice of the Jewish priests at that time where they used to go and fetch water in a golden pitcher from the Gihon spring. And as he fetched it, they'll walk all the way up. They'll come with that pitcher and on the back of the water gate, they would bring it to the altar and they would pour it. They did this seven days. On the seventh day, they did it seven times. And their prayer was, God, as autumn comes, may we not have drought, bring rain. And the second thing is they remembered that God provided water even in the desert. And this is where Jesus is telling them, as much as you do this physically, you need to do this spiritually. You need to long for the water that can come from me, the living water. And today, the Holy Spirit is likened to a living water because in this day that we are living in, there are so many areas in our life that we need the Holy Spirit. And I believe some of the characteristics of, the, of water that we see, some of the characteristics of the Spirit that we see, as we are referencing both together, we will see that He is wanting to do great and mighty things. So today, if you notice one thing, the Jews had unbelief even as Jesus spoke. And I want us to emphasize on that because a lot of us today carry unbelief. And my first point today, the Spirit breaks through every unbelief. The Spirit breaks through every unbelief. Even as Jesus was standing there and actually telling living water, many questioned him, many didn't understand. But I believe unbelief cannot be a part if we need to see the spirit breakthrough. Today, I have unbelief. I'm raising my hand here. I have unbelief. I have unbelief over the work that I do. I sometimes have unbelief over the way I do certain things. I am unable to see God at work. And even as a Christ follower, unbelief creeps in because our faith is constantly tested. And so today, can we move to a place and say, Holy Spirit, would you come through and break every unbelief? I don't know what your unbelief is. Probably it's your unbelief is because, you know what, I'll never have a good marriage because the first time I got married, my spouse walked out on me. Or probably I've been cheated. Or as a single, you're feeling everything good is happening for everyone. But what is it that's happening for me? More than believing and having faith in you, unbelief has set in. Unbelief can only be changed when the Holy Spirit breaks through that. Isaiah 55 verses 1. In fact, I'm going to reference a couple of verses from Isaiah 55. And this is what it says. Here we see the entire unbelief changed belief. And God tells his people, Come, all you are thirsty. Come to the waters. And you have no money. Come, buy and eat. Come, buy wine and milk without money and without cost. And verse 6 goes on to say, Seek the Lord where he may be found. Call on him while he is near. Verses 8 and 9, which a lot of us know. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are my ways your ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, my thoughts than your thoughts. The spirit of unbelief exists because our thoughts are not aligned with God's thoughts. And honestly, I've seen that time and again um back in 2014 i still remember after we were in the situation to make a decision of whether to come back to india and if we come back to india where do we go and we wrestled with that decision for three months praying about it and asking god 
but we had to come to a place of realizing holy spirit you lead us and you know many years after that i kept thinking you know what 2015 was a very challenging year god was it a year that there was a mistake that i did uh you know unbelief set in god probably you allowed one year uh one year didn't go as planned according to your timeline but god constantly reminded it's in that one year i actually broke through a lot of your unbelief it's in that one year i was prepping you for actually planting a church it was in that one year where i was setting you up to realize that your call is far bigger for spirit to break through it says here come and drink he's saying you don't need anything you don't need to give me anything you don't have to have money to you know have access to this you have access to this because you have accepted jesus christ as your lord and personal savior so today what is your unbelief that is right there in the forefront would you in faith you know declare it saying spirit holy spirit i ask that you would break through that unbelief and would you move ahead so that i will see you move through a lot of us are struggling with unbelief we as christ followers can struggle with unbelief but that's not permanent because the holy spirit resides in us i want to take an instance of what happened in mark and let's read that mark chapter 16 and this is what it says now when he rose early on the first day of the week he appeared first to mary magdalene from whom he had cast out seven demons she went and told those who had been with him as they moaned and wept but when they heard that he was alive and had been seen by her they would not believe it after these things he appeared in another form to two of them as they were walking into the country and they went back and told the rest but they did not believe them afterward he appeared to the eleven themselves as they were reclining at the table and he rebuked them for their unbelief and hardness of heart because they had not believed those who saw him after he had risen he said to them go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation whoever believes and is baptized will be saved but whoever does not believe will be condemned and these signs will accompany those who believe in my name they will drive out demons they will speak in new tongues they will pick up snakes and they are ha- with their hands and when they drink deadly poison it will not hurt them at all they will place their hands on sick people and they will get well so the lord jesus after he had spoken to them was taken up into the heaven and sat down at the right hand of god and verse 20 says and they went out and preached everywhere where the lord worked with them and confirmed the message by accompanying signs so what we see here from mark chapter 16 verses 9 all the way to 19 is to uh, from from mark chapter 16 verses 9 to uh, 13 is unbelief there are instances where the disciples had unbelief that they didn't believe that Jesus had risen but something flipped between 19 and 20 and chronologically acts 2 happened there acts 2 happened there and when the holy spirit came he broke through every unbelief and set them free to believe that Jesus is alive and that he's called them to do great and mighty things many a times we emphasize a lot on the great commission during pentecost sunday and even in fact i'm going to talk about it but the great commission will never see the light of day if we have unbelief in our heart so today if god's not called a few god's not called a select theologians to go and do his work or a select few who have a burden no he's called each and everyone who believes in his name how they actually fulfill the great commission is different 
But what the Holy Spirit wants to do is he wants to break through every unbelief so that you believe wholeheartedly in the God who's called you. So today, can we ask for the Holy Spirit to turn our unbelief? Many times our unbelief is because of the way we've been brought up or probably we're seeing so many things. Today, we are in an information overload. Today, in Instagram, when we look at things, it's or in any other social media, it's people's opinions. And sometimes that weighs us down. But can we come to a place to say, God, I believe in you no matter what. Whatever picture I see, whatever, you know, the way in which people portray themselves and their lives look like, I want to trust that you have the best in store for me. Because God wants the best to happen for us. And it can only happen when we do not have unbelief in our hearts. The Holy Spirit has to break through every unbelief. So which means for your marriage, for your, for, for those of you who've been wanting to have a child, for those of you who've been wanting to have that financial breakthrough, for those of you who've had that rocky relationship with your parents, for those of you who've been failing to see God's plan in and through your life ever since you've accepted Jesus Christ, would you allow the Holy Spirit to come in and change that unbelief to belief? When we allow the Holy Spirit to break through our unbelief, we are only able to see things His way. We are able to see things. So that's the, as I read from Isaiah, his ways become our ways. His thoughts become our thoughts. We suddenly are quiet. We don't have to retaliate. We suddenly are like, you know what, God, I believe in you. Hardships will come. And in fact, as we read in Mark, we see people are offering poison. People are offering things, but nothing harmed them. I was listening to a preacher the other day and he said, lies always has an expiry date. And when you allow the spirit to break through, I believe truth will prevail at the end. The second thing that we see the Holy Spirit break through is that he breaks through every stronghold. I don't know how many of you are actually have experienced this, but there's no stronghold that's big enough, that's tall enough, that's wide enough for the Holy Spirit to penetrate. You know, um, uh, God talks to Jeremiah and Jeremiah 30 and tells him to write this down. This is where God steps in and says that he will set his people free. You're going to be looking through some of the verses from Jeremiah chapter 30. And this is where Jeremiah hears from God as to what God has to say for his people. No stronghold is strong enough for the Holy Spirit to contest. Um, just a week back, I was at um, Tirumuthi Dam and um, we were there for some work. And as we were standing by the dam, the gates of the dam are there, you know, they have those huge uh, hydraulic pipes which allow water to come through. And you can see the big difference, the stronghold is the dam, it's holding the water back. But if you look at this place, the place outside, you can see it's dry. Trees are shriveled, trunks are fallen, you know, there's this dryness and barrenness everywhere. And as I was preparing, God was reminding me of that same place where I stood. I was taking some pictures that if you allow my spirit to break through, I can break through every stronghold. A lot of times we today as his followers have become so comfortable with the stronghold that we are walking around it, that we've allowed it to exist and we are moving around. We are okay with the barrenness. We are okay with the dryness because we are able to 
you know somehow make it through we're able to portray we can like take good pictures and put it out there we can show ourselves like everything is going right but the dryness the barrenness the way that we walk around these strongholds is not how we are intended to live if we have the holy spirit in and through us to take it further a lot of us are comfortable living with the trickling that comes from these dams water tends to leak we are happy with that so we come on a sunday we are like you know what i've got a i've wet my lips with the holy spirit and so now i can go back and manage my week but god reminded me as i was standing there as if you allow the holy spirit to come he will open that hydraulic pipe fully he will allow the water to gush out to remove to break every stronghold to make sure that every form of uh stronghold that is there will be broken and today we don't have to live around a stronghold or with a stronghold we can live without a stronghold because the spirit can break through and make that nothing even last week as tina was talking about um tina was talking about spiritual warfare and i believe the spirit has to break through every stronghold uh, she was talking to a bunch of youngsters um from the zero conference and she was challenging them by the story that she came across where a father and mother loved their son so much but then when he was in a self discovery phase at 17 18 got addicted to drugs their heart was broken and heavy because they knew the purpose that god had for him but then here he is wasting his life by being high and just you know unable to uh, do anything with his life when they prayed they were reminded of the fact that you know what the days when the spirit moved people used even handkerchief to actually uh, ask paul and peter to pray over it and they used that to bring healing and to bring to make sure demons flee so his parents prayed on a piece of cloth and they sewed it into his wallet fast forward down the line 6 months later he's given up drugs he's become clean goes into seminary accepts jesus and is today doing powerful ministry when the spirit decides to break through when we allow him he's always ready to set us free the beautiful thing about the holy spirit is he doesn't want us to carry a yoke he says allow me so i can break break everything set you guys free so that you'll be able to do far bigger things and so today what is the breakthrough that we need the breakthrough probably that we need the holy spirit is present as much as i said in the water uh, in the dam the water is present but we control the valve we control how much of the holy spirit we allow so today if your marriage is looking dull and you've started looking at the greener patches of other people's marriage and you know longing for something else allow the holy spirit to break through that stronghold are you hooked on to something where you you you're secretly doing it that you're like you know what this just gives me my own kind of thing but god wants to set you free because at the end of it guilt and shame doesn't have to become a stronghold are we indulging in something 6 days a week and then coming here in this you know getting a drip of the holy spirit and saying you know what i'm and i'm happy and content no he wants to break through would you allow the holy spirit to break through in jeremiah 30 was 8 and as i said earlier this is what god says in that day declares the lord almighty i will break the yoke 
off their necks and will tear off their bonds. No longer will foreigners enslave them. Instead, they will serve the Lord their God and David their king, whom I will raise up for them. So today, as this verse says, God was talking to the people of Israel, setting them free. I believe God is also saying, I am willing to set you free today. Whatever that yoke is, be it a yoke of drugs, alcohol, sex addiction, whatever it is, be it the bonds that you've formed by texting someone privately and doing things cert certain ways, the Holy Spirit is willing to break through that stronghold. Would you commit so that that yoke can be broken, so that you don't have to carry that yoke as a burden. You don't have to live with the guilt and the shame that comes with that. A.W. Tozer says this, the most menial task can become a priestly ministration when the Holy Spirit takes over and Christ becomes your all in all. As I said earlier, the day of Pentecost, 120, all 120 received the baptism of the Holy Spirit by fire. And I believe everyone, you can be a single person, a married person, a widower. You could be a person with a job, without a job. Anything and everything you do will be heavily priestly ministration because you have the Holy Spirit in and through you. Nothing you have to take it lightly. You don't have to carry that burden and walk with that. So today, can we ask the Holy Spirit to come in and work in and through our lives so that he can break through every stronghold? For some of us, it's probably his generational strongholds where we've seen our family line be in debt after debt. It stops now. Where you're saying, Holy Spirit, I commit the space and I want you to come into this particular situation. Today, probably you're seeing things happen in your life time and time and again. And I believe sometimes that's because a stronghold is still there. And the Holy Spirit is saying, I'm willing to break that stronghold. Because of your anger, probably you've seen so many things disintegrate. And the Holy Spirit is saying, I can come and make a difference. Would you allow me to come into your life so that I can bring about a breakthrough in your life? So that those strongholds can break. The third thing, as we saw, the first thing was he breaks through every unbelief. The second thing we saw is he breaks through every stronghold. And the third thing is he can break through every circumstance. Isaiah 44 verses 2 to 4. This is what the Lord says. He who made you, who formed you in the womb and who will help you. Do not be afraid, Jacob, my servant. Jeshurun, whom I have chosen. For I will pour water on the thirsty land and streams on the dry ground. I will pour out my spirit on your offspring and my blessing on your descendants. They will spring up like grass in a meadow, like poplar trees by flowing streams. And I want us to look at verse 3. It says here, For I will pour water on the thirsty land and streams on dry ground. The spirit can break through every circumstance. Today, a lot of us have determined our spiritual walk by our circumstances. Oh God, I didn't get this breakthrough, so I think, you know, you don't exist. Or God, I think, you know what, this particular circumstance is the, the, the abuse that I've gone through has become my identity. No, he can turn even the abuse around. You probably have not seen a good relationship in your life. And so probably you're thinking, you know, this is my fate in life. No, he can bring about streams on dry ground. What does that look like? That looks like you're in a desert and there's an oasis right there. 
he can make you flourish in dry places he can make you sustain and do good and look good in dry places he will make sure that your head is not put to shame that you can lift your head up in dry places the spirit is willing to break through every circumstance that's where we believe in the miraculous work of god that's where we believe in what god can do in and through us that's where we believe that jesus's way is what i need to follow so today i want to ask each and every one of you what is your dry ground what is your dry ground that you're failing to ask the holy spirit to come and break through you know sometimes there is a sense of us tilling ground so that it can flourish and it can give us fruit and it can give us a harvest god says he'll bless the work of our hands but many a times we are unable to see that happen circumstance after circumstance the bible says in the uh, the the bible has a verse where it says our pockets are like those which have holes where money this doesn't stay this goes out and probably that seems you like your life you're unable to see him as a provider and so often your circumstances are causing you to put your head in shame in front of others or probably health wise you've been going through one illness after the other or in your house someone or the others falling sick and it's just weighing on you would you ask the holy spirit to break through he can break through he can refresh you in that dry ground for those of you who are going through terminal illness i'm praying specifically that the holy spirit would come in in that dry area right now and be like a stream in that stream you will see flourishing happen in that stream you will see growth happen in that stream that flows from him from his mountain you will see life that comes in and many a times the life that we are trying to orchestrate and make sure is more physical but the spirit gives about a freedom that is beyond our physical our spirit man is set free our spirit man is you know uh, no longer bound there are no more shackles and he wants us to move to a place of experiencing that breakthrough from unbelief he wants us to experience that breakthrough from every stronghold and he wants us to experience that breakthrough from every circumstance as i said earlier in 2015 i felt that year was wasted but god said no to you it looked like dry ground but in that dry ground i still had my provision there i still was like a stream i still built you and your family up and it's amazing um that uh, and i'm have to thank google uh, photos for that like when it pulls back you know 9 years back or 8 years back and able to look back and see it now through the lens of what god wants me to see it through so never discount your circumstances god has something big in store for you even as i said today is pentecost sunday i believe the book of acts constantly talks of the spirit breaking through everything breaking through religious mindset breaking through the understanding of legalizing everything breaking through you know the um, the way in which they are confining the holy spirit and not allowing him to operate and i want to read acts 1 verse 7 to 8 because i believe each of us need the holy spirit and i want to pray at the end of it that we all will be able to receive a fresh anointing a fresh breakthrough of the holy spirit in our lives acts 1 verse 7 to 8 says this he said to them it's not for you to know the times or dates the father has set by his own authority 
but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. It says here, when the Holy Spirit comes on you, you will be my witnesses. So today, God has given each of us a Jerusalem to be a witness, a Judea to be a witness and a Samaria. And I believe in due time, He today with with the way technology is, I believe the ends of the earth is just the is an understatement. And so today, can we come to a place of saying, God, I want to be part of this great commission. I don't want to be part of it in my own strength, but I want your Holy Spirit to work in and through me. You know, one of the things which came to my mind when I was talking about the great commission was this huge picture, which was like, I don't know how many, a big puzzle piece. And if you see puzzle pieces, they all are of the same size. And each of us play a part. Each of us get that same kind of anointing from the Holy Spirit. There's no measure that he says, you know what, oh, if you do this, I'll do that. No, he's unique. A God who's created 8 billion people uniquely is also willing to fill us uniquely. And so if we can come to a place of understanding and seeing that, Spirit, would you break out? Spirit, would you break through? Spirit, would you allow me to identify what you've placed me here for? Because when we allow the Holy Spirit to break through every desire that we have, we'll soon be comfortable in what He wants us to do. And suddenly this Great Commission just becomes the way of life. And so we'll realize that this puzzle is a bigger piece in God's kingdom and I have to do my part. I need to be faithful. And we just had Pastor Timothy Keller pass away last week. And I was just reading up a lot of articles and I thank God that you know, he finished well. He led his life by example. And I believe that's a challenge for each and every one of us. That we won't allow the pressure of this world to cause us to go away from God, but rather come to him every step of the way. That no matter what, we will look at finishing well. Because if you can finish well, we've completed our part of the puzzle and his work continues on. And even before I close, I just want to read a verse from Joel chapter 3 verse 18. In that day, the mountains will drip new wine and the hills will flow with milk. All the ravines of Judah will run with water. A fountain will flow out of the Lord's house and will water the valley of Acacias. So today, church, if we do not allow the spirit to break through in us, he cannot flow in and through us. We will become that barrier. We will become that gatekeeper and saying, God, this is not for me. But if, let's say the church, all of us agree, and make that up prayer and say, God, I want the Holy Spirit to break through, break through my unbelief. Whatever is set in in 30, 40 years of my unbelief, break it through. Break through every circumstance, Lord, that my understanding of faith will not be determined by my circumstance. And also that I wouldn't allow any stronghold to be there and for the Holy Spirit to work around that, but rather let the Holy Spirit break that and take it away. Because what flows from the church, what flows from his people, is what will gather the hurting, the longing, the desiring, the people who want love into his fold. Today, if we have to live out the Great Commission, we cannot live it out until we've allowed the Spirit to break through in us. So church, even as I close, if you've not received the Holy Spirit, 
but probably you're scared or you're having your biases because of denominational things or whatever. Would you just come to a place of understanding that the Holy Spirit is an integrated part of the triune God? He is an equal with the Father, Son and the Holy Spirit. They all are together and we need Him. I would ask that He would break through every ideology, every everything that's holding you back and that you would receive Him. That as you receive Him, you will be able to see His work in and through your life. So can we pray? Our loving Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you Lord for this time. Thank you, Lord, for blessing us, Lord Jesus, today. And even right now, Lord, as we heard your word, I just pray over our church, Lord Jesus, that we will all long for the Holy Spirit. I pray, Lord, for those who are listening right now, Lord Jesus, who are watching this or even listening this later. I pray that, Lord, they will experience the fire that came down in the upper room, Lord Jesus. I pray even right now that they will experience a unique fire, that they wouldn't rely on someone else's fire. They won't think about others and Lord compare but they would ask you for your own anointing specifically Lord and even as we heard from your word that you would break through every circumstance you would break through every unbelief you would break through every stronghold I pray that Lord we will experience freedom it is for freedom that you have set us free Lord Jesus and I pray that Lord we'll come to a place that we will allow you to work in and through us that we will not be bound by our fears. We won't be bound by our circumstances. We won't be bound by our strongholds. I pray, Holy Spirit, would you move in and through each and every one right now. I pray where healing is needed, you would bring about healing. Where restoration is needed, Holy Spirit, bring about restoration. I pray, Holy Spirit, would you break out the old and break in the new, Lord Jesus. We thank you. We thank you, Lord. Would you come into each and every one of our lives, Lord. Holy Spirit, have your way. We don't want yesterday's anointing. We want a fresh anointing today, Lord Jesus. Would you come down on each and every one of our lives, Lord? Be with us and bless us. I pray specifically, Lord, that you will bless each and every one. Bless the work of their hands. Bless them in their going out and coming in. Bless the food and water of your home. I pray, Lord, the, their homes will be blessed. The doorposts of their houses will have love, your joy, your peace, so that whoever walks in and walks out will experience you wholeheartedly, Lord Jesus. We thank you. Be glorified and honored. In your most holy name we pray. Amen. Amen. So church, even as we celebrate Pentecost Sunday, desire for the Holy Spirit. May He become part and parcel of your life. May He do far bigger things than what you can imagine. Because I believe when He starts doing all this work in and through us, He will shape us to be His vessel. And soon the Great Commission will just be part and parcel of our life. We will be His testimony wherever He takes us wherever He places us, wherever He causes us to be His light. I pray for His peace, His joy and His favor over you. God bless you all and have a blessed week. Thanks for listening to this message. We hope you were blessed. To hear more messages like this, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. If you like what you are hearing, consider rating us, subscribing and even sharing it with friends. That would really help us. For more content from We Are Zion and to connect with us, go to wearezion.in. Remember, whoever finds Jesus finds life.